You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Last week, we asked the question, can I disagree with the Bible and still be a Christian? And one of the questions that we often get asked in that is, well, whose Bible and whose interpretation are we even talking about? Is it the King James Version or the New International Version or the Living Bible? Do I believe the interpretation of the Roman Catholic Church? Or if I'm Protestant, am I a Methodist and believe in free will or Calvinist and believe in God's sovereignty? Why are there so many interpretations of the Bible? Can't we just agree on one thing? It seems almost whenever someone disagrees, they just start a new church. You see, there were days when church splits were based on theological disputes, but nowadays, We have contemporary churches over here and traditional churches over there, churches who welcome everyone as members, and those churches have strict codes for membership. Why are we, what are we to do with so many voices that all say different things in the body of Christ? Well, let's start with the question of translations. There there was a day when <laughs> I remember all I had was the King James Version. Well, there was a living Bible, but that's a paraphrase, meaning it's not a word-for-word translation. But I don't know about you, but I don't speak the King's English of the 17th century. So I was glad to get a copy of the New International Version, whatever that was. But then in college, they told me to get a new American Standard Bible because that was more word for word. And then in seminary, they asked me to get a new revised standard version because that had more up-to-date language. Uh, Now there's a new King James Version. Really, what it comes down to is, do you like the readability of the scriptures or do you like more word for word syntax? And then there was the Dead Sea Scrolls in 1968 that were discovered, which the King James Version didn't have when the Bible was translated. So what do we do with that new evidence? What do we do with the two endings of the Gospel of Mark or John chapter 8? Well, here's where I'm at. I believe that God has not only inspired the scriptures through the writing of those authors, but I believe that God has inspired the process as it has worked through history, and he has worked through men and women who were inspired to interpret and to bring the gospel to us. And I also believe this. I believe that God is bigger than our preferences and doctrines. In Acts chapter 15, what we call the Council of Jerusalem, the church was faced with a major decision. Should Gentiles have to become Jews? That is, should they be circumcised to follow Jesus? And this is a big deal. But through the Holy Spirit and through those men and women who met and decided, they said no, they didn't need to be circumcised. Only two criteria were necessary. Do not eat sacrifices with blood in them and abstain from sexual immorality. Then in the first three centuries, many books are being written besides the letters of Paul and Peter There was the Gospel of Thomas and Judas. Some of these were declared heretical, appealing to what we call Gnosticism, while others were simply dubbed apocryphal. Interesting, but not really necessary. This isn't new. The Old Testament had a group of Jewish writings, the Book of Enoch, the Book of Baruch and Tobit. There are actually some that are included in the Ethiopian Orthodox Bibles of the Christian Church, but not ours. 
at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit not only inspires the writing, but inspires the reader. And they continue through their reason and experience and conversations in the body of Christ to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Martin Luther wanted the book of James thrown out because it focused too much on works. Now we understand the need for that balance in the approved works that have become our scriptures. You see, we will never agree on everything. Let's meet people where they are and share the good news through the Holy Spirit that He is still working and ever-present with us even when we don't have all the answers. May God bless you, my friends, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.